Where the money reside, where the money reside. Michelle. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Veronica. And my name is Michelle. Welcome to our podcast. I don't know, to be honest, a safe space for people who do not be knowing. Hey, babes. How are you Hey, darling. I'm okay. Like, I've been... um, so strange thing before we before we were speaking, I've been listening to this new podcast called The M Word, and mm. the girls on it are so flipping hilarious. Like they're absolutely funny as fuck. Um, but I've been listening to their podcast, and they were talking about dating, and they were actually speaking about um, they were just speaking about the weird things that like guys do on dates. Um, and so I was just wondering, I was like, what's the weirdest experience you have had on a date? mad we're flying all the way right in first of all v has been sending me and sending me like commentary on this podcast so i'm actually really really excited to listen to it yeah, and they're hilarious. They literally, are hilarious. Like, you told me about it and i was like i was so busy that day i was literally like if i start listening to this one i'm not gonna get anything done but mm. i would definitely be jumping on it on my drive to work tomorrow um mm. and speaking of that's been a common theme you know this last this past week conversations about weirdest things that's happened on dates and stuff because mm. um I would I would start by saying like there was also another one called um gosh it was like a clubhouse chat or something like that and yes I know I bashed cup, cup, clubhouse a couple episodes ago the very know. the very episode you bashed it the next day you were on <laughs> call said, it curiosity wow. call it curiosity <laughs> curiosity killed the cat you know and this that clubhouse thing is it's gonna kill me soon actually <laughs> um so I obviously I wasn't like. I don't think I fully understood that like, I knew what it was about, but actually I could see where, why um, my curiosity was more for, I just wanted to see what was going on there really for real, for real, see what's going on. The reason why I had an issue with it in the first place, or I had a potential issue with it, or I saw potential pitfalls still remain the same. And actually having been on there, Remain you don't need true. to explain it to us, Michelle. You just no, no. need to be on here. You know what I mean? I'm a woman of my words still. So, you know, I just, I just felt like I need to clarify that. You don't need to explain it to us. <laughs> no, but... Um, You're it, on it. You're on it. We're all, we're, in this life, I feel like in this life, we're all hypocrites in any way. So let's yeah, just no. be moving and be going. No, no. This, this, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I guess, no. Well, well. <clears throat> um, I would not call myself a hypocrite in this sense. I think I, I still just, I still agree. My, my reason why I think it's, ba- it's a bad thing is still are still are still very valid they still they still apply but my point is um i was there was a it was a what's it called hinges hinges ghetto i think it was like the hashtag on twitter um or the name of the house on on um clubhouse and they were very much talk- so hinges for people who don't know hinges is a dating app basically um that was created a few years ago i think um and it's quite popular i think um and at first, when it came, because I remember when I joined it a while ago, um, I thought it was, you know, nice interface. I thought it was definitely an up. Yeah, I, I think the thing with... Mm, <laughs> no, like, I think, like, Hinge, like, um, back way back in the day, I think it used to be, like, the app where, like, you could segue. I think the, the, the deciding factor between it and other apps, and it's been mentioned on Insecure before, is I think everyone's aware of Hinge right now, to be honest. This pandemic, everybody has gone to do dating online. So I think <laughs> everyone's aware of Hinge. But like, yeah, Hinge. So like people are talking about their Hinge dates, right? Yes. 
and they were they were basically talking about their experiences um ghetto experiences as in as in the nightmare horror stories right and mm-hmm. you know i heard okay the two i don't really I, I wasn't there for very long i was literally just there because i couldn't sleep and i thought oh my gosh like people are tweeting about this um and so i was then thinking right the ones that really stuck out to me Actually, these ones were. This one was particularly shocking. Actually, I was like, "Blood, bloody hell!" Um, no pun intended, um, but you'll get why in a minute. So basically, um, this girl was talking about how she went on a date with this guy, um, and she's vegetarian and he's not, um, and she voiced that she was vegetarian and that you know she had sort of her, the reasons why she wasn't. She didn't eat meat were like ethical. You know, she was very much against animal cruelty and yada yada yada, and how mm-hmm. like this guy you know and she you know when you say something like that you think that somebody would be cautious and like conscious of your um you know your beliefs in that sense and Mm -hmm. just respect those but Mm -hmm. they've gone on dates where he would order red meat they've gone on dates where he would offer her food like they i think she said she went on a picnic or something and he'd offer her stuff that have meat in it like meaty things and she Mm -hmm. was just like what's wrong with this guy um and then i think again she could i don't know why maybe she gave more chances because you know an open an open queen you know trying to give people chances or whatever yeah, the next this time is where she she went, went, this is where she went wrong absolutely mm. because one time and then she said he had times there were times where he'd asked about her menstrual cycle like when you know just time of the month type questions um she mm. did think it was a bit strange but she, i think she just kind of explained it away with the fact that maybe he just was wondering when it would be appropriate for them to probably like, you know, start having sex or whatever. So he just wanted to know when she was on and when she wasn't. Um, and eventually, I think if it, after she'd just gotten very fed up of his, his shenanigans, um, things ended or something, or they, but then she ended up asking him why he was so curious about her, was, was so adamant that she ate meat um and was pushy on that fact and also why he was asking about her time of the month and then he ended up confessing that he had a blood fetish he had a he he wanted to keep her iron levels up he so he he was like he just really wanted her to have the optimum iron levels because he had a blood fetish so of course then again i was then thinking right when i heard it i was like what the heck like a real life edward cullen a real life vampire you know yeah. and i definitely mentioned it one part um, like once upon a time when i used to be a big fan of like vampire and um what do you call it edward and twilight the twilight saga that was my bag when i was in secondary school and i used to wish that vampires were real but actually in reality that's not cute you know like the people who actually have blood fetishes they actually not only do they like the texture the smell they do, they like they drink it some people actually go as far as drinking blood so, yeah, I think, you know what, I feel like in this world, though, see, when I was told this story, <laughs> I was in two minds. Um, so <laughs> I feel like people have kinks and fetishes, mm-hmm. like, and certain things are fetishes. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and there might not be things that we might not understand. But on a sexual way, I don't always think we have the language to discuss kink. I think it's really powerful. I think it's weird. I think what he was doing was completely non-consensual. As in, he was trying to, like, give somebody who didn't want to eat animal products, animal products, or trying to insinuate to this person that they should have their iron levels up without saying to this person, like, do you share the same fetishes I share? Or Mm. do you, you know, because I feel as if, like, even though... To some people, the blood fetish might seem a bit like 
perturbing or or a bit strange or a bit uncommon Mm. to him I think that we have to I think we need to I'm learning more about sex and kink and like the language behind that I feel like the language that we have behind like kink I don't think we all have the language to express like um Wagwan you know what I mean and so I think that like I think that he had a good he had a good, um, it, was, it was good of him to say, but he should have said it from the jump and he shouldn't have been offering someone that didn't want animal products, animal products. That's the one bit of that story that I was like, oh, but I wasn't weirded out by the fact he had a kink that I might not share. Does that make that's, sense? That makes sense. And that's, I guess that's pretty open-minded of you um, in that sense. Mm. But I, I mean, to be honest, I, you shouldn't, we should, try, we should try not to kink shame, to be fair, because everyone has what... Mm. You know, everyone it, has their thing. Everyone has their thing, but I think I, I don't think I've reached the point in my life where I'm going to hear blood kink and be like, okay, <laughs> yeah, but no, 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 uh, working and, on and, it. And <laughs> no, no, but that's but then that, that's a different. You, no, I, I, that's a different conversation, right? That, yeah, that conversation then is then about like what kinks do other people share that I might not share? Because likewise, I might not. I don't have no blood fetish. So I might be like, if that's what you need to feel satisfied, I can't give you that because that doesn't make me feel comfortable. Mm. I would love to have someone that's like super sex positive and knows all the language about sex positivity on our podcast. Because I really want to ask them questions about this, like a proper decolonialized babe. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, to be honest, that would be an interesting, that would be an interesting conversation. But I think that was definitely... Actually, it's, you've, you've, you've found a way, see, Veronica found a way to put a not so negative spin on this situation, which is really good that you were able to go, well, on one hand, definitely what you did was from the get go, you should, you should, you know, maybe you should express that that's where you're going with this and then see how the person responds rather than weird them out. And then after the fact, they find this out and then think you're a bit of a monster. It's introduce them to it and let them know whether or not it's their bag or not. Um, and uh but yeah so that was that was pretty interesting i think it was very much like oh my god like i think to be fair i think it was more shocking because it was the first time i ever heard that such a thing exists so obviously in my curious in my curiosity i decided to go look it up but it's actually a thing it's called hemotolagnia yeah most fetishes you know some people have a poo fetish okay again (laughs) not something that okay so but like there's a difference in like a fetish that i would share versus it's called scat oh yeah okay i know about scat actually i've heard about scat i I was researching about all the different fetishes that people could have like there's actually a very big difference in like i'm not trying to shame you but this is not my bag like i'm not i'm not of the bag like i i hope to very soon be of the bag of like oh my god my period is beautiful my period is fucking annoying it's been fucking annoying for how many years but like (laughs) and so and i don't like needles and i'm like i don't like needles i don't like blood like that that stuff freaks me out but Mm. then that like people have all these i don't know i would love to um i would love to like hopefully i would love where we as a community are being in a space where like the, the wrong thing that he done, the very, very wrong thing that he done is he kind of led someone on into kind of ushering them into his kink that mm. the person, without checking in with the person. But then that is a really good conversation. Oh my God, this is a conversation that we should have about the language around dating that we use for each other. So like, I feel like mm. the language about like dating 
You know what I mean? Like, so for example, the language around what am I comfortable with? What are you not comfortable with? And mm-hmm. that just how it just leads to wahala when you, when you're unable or people are unable to recognize or you're unable to speak about it. Because often I feel as if that's what happens with loads of people's dating stories. It's just like, oh, clear communication would have really, really helped this problem be. Yeah, probably, that is, that's very true. That's true, to be fair. And I think that when people are unfamiliar with situations or unfamiliar with um, other people's interests or where, whether it seems a bit more mainstream, is it more or less mainstream to them? Yes, yeah, so it's like not, it's not mm. something that's commonly known, like something like a blood fetish. I just don't, I just don't think that we have enough progressiveness for somebody to say that and for the, for the room to not be shaken anyhow. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. I think you say that, you know, the, the, the DJ stops the music meme happens. I'm yelling. <laughs> then it's I'm like, yelling. <laughs> it's like, I right, think, right. Yeah. Okay. What I think it depends. <laughs> you see, again, you see, again, me and me, I'm like I'm pushing my boundaries. I'm pushing the boundaries, but I think it depends on the room. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. We're not. We don't have enough yeah. progressive people in the room in general. If you had to, look oh, in the, the clubhouse, room. in the no, no, in the room. Like I'm talking about the world as in the room because it's something that's oh, okay. not very yeah. So in a, of course there okay. would be other people who share that same fetish. But in, if we look at statistically, you put a uh, 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 a population that you can use as a generalization, right? You put them in one room, mm. yeah. And you tell you say something like that. I think I, I would I could almost guarantee you that you mentioned blood fetish in a room of people who represent the rest of the world, and you would have the DJ stopping the music because mm. most, do you know what I mean? We're just not there yeah. yet as a society. Um, but as you say, pushing the boundaries, having conversations, and shining light on things that because the thing is right, the lot of these things have been here for a long time. It's just that they're just not been popular. They've not been popularized. They've not been, you know, people don't talk about a lot of these things. And so it's like, it seems like it's so out there, outlandish, and like you're the only one in the world that has this thing. But there are many other people like you. Just yeah. I think about <laughs> that, especially with the feet fetish, right? So there, there are certain fetishes that are a bit more, like they're a bit more heard of recently, mm. right? So one of them is a foot fetish. Remember when we were kids, or not yeah. kids, but younger, and like, I didn't get why some guys were into feet. Like, I just didn't get it. I didn't get it. I'm like, in my opinion, I feel as if God should have made humans with just a leg and not a foot. <laughs> I don't think foots are attractive. I don't, th- I don't think there's anything, I don't actually think anybody in this world has pretty toes because I am not attracted to toes. Like, I don't think Oh, I think that pretty. people, I think toes are, I've, I've seen some pretty feet in my life. You know, maybe I have you a see, foot fetish, but I don't like feet, but maybe I can no, recognize when I see pretty feet. You see, you see the difference between you and I, right? And so like, <laughs> And so that's exactly why I'm just like, sometimes in this life, what, what sounds like it's right up your alley. It's yeah. like someone, like me, I'm just like, mm. and another one is like, you know, like BDSM and stuff. Like some mm. people like being like spanked or lightly slapped during sex. I cannot imagine Not lightly to worse. Lightly to, lightly to heavily, by the way, there is a, there's a range. Yeah. There's light spanking and then there's, at that point, you're a red raw. There's a range and there are people that fall on it. I remember we're black, so we don't red raw easily. Yeah, so (laughs) what what is it that we do? Swelling and what else? When when, when you have a smash of kabuka, when you have a smack of kabuka or or tree branch, how does it show up? Because actually, that's another issue because, you know, medical racism, when they tell you that the rash is red, how about if it's not red on me because I'm black? Exactly. <laughs> but that's yeah, another I'm conversation not, for a different day. That's another, another conversation for a different day, B. I'm screaming. <laughs> no, but like, that's exactly it. I'm just like, okay, so 
again, like, I don't, being slapped does not bring back any positive, pleasurable, and I know, I know how it can for other people, because, like, Mm. I've been reading stories about it, trying to really understand, because when you don't understand something, the best way to do it is by reading, if you like listening to podcasts, listen to podcasts, I'm trying to listen and read and stuff, Mm. but, like, I know it's not me, because for me, like, being slapped just brings back terrible memories from my childhood, so how am I gonna like, I don't know I don't know how like even a light one I'm just like what are you doing like <laughs> no, there's sometimes where it hits there's sometimes where it hits don't touch my face though there's no don't beat me like my parent would beat me because the heck exactly. um, <laughs> but you see like everyone has different things you know just, yeah that's yeah. true that is true um yeah so basically so that was you know that was definitely quite interesting I think I was quite I was quite surprised by it and actually my first instinct as I was saying my first instinct was to like withdraw like what the heck what the Mm. heck is this and of course looking it up I'm like oh wow this actually does exist interesting but because of Mm. course I don't really like the smell of blood the look I mean I don't mind the look of it I think I like the you know that crimson there's something quite beautiful about a deep dark crimson color it's a nice Mm. like I like it I find it in a way it's kind of like um hypnotizing in a way but that's just because my mind is 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 a colorful place not because i have any sort of like interest in it but you know i would i was like i don't i mean i wouldn't go as far as drinking blood i just don't think that that's good for the health as a health professional i just don't really think that you should be drinking somebody else's blood um but <laughs> If that's what floats your boat, that's what floats your boat. Just communicate that from early on and let the person make that decision early on if they want to stand or they want to step. Um, but yeah, so anyways, it just got me thinking, as you said. Like, so you're asking me if I had any sort of night, nightmare stories. And thankfully, I don't have any nightmare stories per se. I've just had some, I would say, unexpected outcomes when it comes to dating in the sense that you go on one date and you just realize, wow, this person is really not what they said they were on there they are just they just like why so i'm sorry that's a very specific that's a very specific deduction (laughs) in case you didn't hear yes absolutely first of all i have to i have a question about this why do men lie about their height i don't know and i i it's a serious question yes yes but the thing is right it's a different thing where you can lie about something that won't be found out easily you know, where you can get away with such a lie for a long time, not condoning lies, but you can't say you're six foot when you're five and you're nine. two foot one. Mm. You, yeah, oh. I mean, you know what I mean, Veronica's yes, mm-hmm. that exaggerate. You can't say that because yeah. I'll I'm find out people. when I come on that date with you. So, yeah, so you know, like, mm. why, why, why? say that you're one thing when it's the first thing i will notice when i meet you if we get that far if anyone of you have the answer to this question i would really really appreciate it but like any of the listeners why do people do this um i've mm. asked i actually just speak to some people and i said why do why do people do that and apparently it's because not every it's not every time that you speak to somebody on on a, a chat that you actually end up meeting them like some people will do it when they just like you and you, you end up meeting some of them so what's the truth you do no no you do but then sometimes when they're saying this when they put their their height on the app or when they put their like whatever you know it's, it's like being height fished that's what i call it that's my new term yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've been fished one too many times and i'm sick I'm and tired of it you know i know what my I know my metrics i know my measurements okay and i know what someone looks like that's five nine and i know what someone 
someone who looks like that six foot five. Okay. Know the difference. But mm. so, so there was that always, almost always happens to me, by the way, almost always happens to me. I, 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 mm. I regularly get hyped. Well, regularly, as far as I've been on these dates, you know, get, I've gotten hyped a couple of times. Um, but more than anything, like, my specific story was basically when I, I went, I liked this guy. He was quite calm. He was actually a really nice guy. But when I went over there, one, I definitely was height fish because he wasn't the height you said he was. Um, yeah, um, and I am self-proclaimed heightist, but I'm working on it. I am working I'm on yelling. it. Um, yeah. But then <laughs> it's the fact that I got in there and pretty much like the, sh- the, the long short of the story is we got, I got in there, we were chilling. We were really getting on, you know, um, like got to the date, chilling, getting on. Um, and he basically was, um, so he's smoking weed, which is, you know, that's your bag or whatever. Um, and it was basically like, there was a series, you know, I have not really been in a situation where I've seen what I've never watched somebody smoke five whole blunts in the space of a few hours. I, it was one, then the other, and then the other, and then the other. And I was just thinking like, number one, how much money you put in this, but also like, what's your true, what's, what does, what does sober look like? Because if this is what I've been, the person I've been speaking to, is that your real self or you under the influence mm. of something, you know, because no one can say that this, if you've been smoking, you're high in it, if you're high all the time. Then the experience I'm, I'm getting is the high version of you. What are you like in reality? Do you know mm. what I mean? Um, mm. And that was pretty, and then eventually the whole night ended up with me watching um, the boxing match with him, his housemate and his, another one of his boys, because for whatever reason, one, one of his boys came and the date had ended at that point. It was like, okay, he came to end the date because he came and changed the channel that we were watching, changed the TV, put on the boxing and they sat there next to us. And I, I just looked, I was like, wow. I, guess, I guess I'm going to be hanging with the mandem now. Wow. <laughs> and I was itching wow, my head no thinking, no, you know what I mean? No, 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 no honor. The boy, the guy, Mandem, he walked in and he literally, he greeted him. You're right. I, lo- I looked up, I smiled because I thought, what's happening here? He sat down. He nah, nah, men are rude. I'm sorry, but like the, the demographics <laughs> of this, men are very, very mad. But as in they have the, one thing that men, somebody tweeted, one thing that men have is audacity. It's the audacity. <laughs> one thing that they always have is the audacity. It's audacity. I thought. Like they, they're always in high demand of that. Yeah. And of course, you know me, I don't break character. I still be polite. Hello. Hi. Mm-hmm. I'm on a date, but you, you're welcome to sit down on the sofa too. Um, okay. You're welcome to change the telly. All right. I guess we're watching the boxing. And apparently also everybody's smoking, but me. So I'm like, interesting. Anyways, I you had see- a good night. <laughs> mm, I'm it, was, it was a chill. I enjoyed the I enjoyed the match. It was actually a good good boxing match. I wouldn't watch boxing on my own, so it was mm. interesting because I know how to adapt. But definitely, I just hoped without having to say those words that the guy knew. I'm pretty sure he did by the end of the night know that he wasn't going to be seeing me again. We didn't have to say words at that point. However, I did do the polite thing, as you should, to say it's not going to work out. But I could have mm. also gotten away with not doing that because the heck. Mm. Check. you know but that is mm. pretty much i think i wouldn't say it was a nightmare but it definitely was the most surprising thing that's happened to me on a date before yeah that sounds that sounds very perturbing <laughs> honestly have you had that's any the nightmare only way to days? say mm, i don't know if i would call them nightmares 
I don't think like I would necessarily define them as being nightmares. Mm. I just think that like again, one thing men have in high demand is the audacity. And one thing I don't know, I don't know, I don't feel like I don't know. I'm one thing I'm very happy about myself with is I don't like to keep myself in situations where men be showing me that the one thing I have is the audacity. I don't I don't keep myself there for very long. So (laughs) I think that like I think that like I had situations that could turn into nightmares but didn't. You know one thing about your story that like um I really think was interesting was the fact that like and and then I realized about dating as well like I actually don't like people that do way too many things of like illegalish substances Mm, okay so I don't like it when people overindulge be it like you're drinking every Saturday like you're on the town. You're towning like a towning, a towning, towning like human a towning being. Human being, yeah. Like you're towning like a towning man. Or by the way, man in this way is like um, is gender neutral. You're just towning away. And then, like, I don't like. I also don't like it when people like drink way too much, or I don't like it when people smoke way too much because I've realised, and I think I need to step into my truth, even though I've always known this about myself, and I think I have a level of like, yeah, guys, you do you, like you have fun, da da da. I have to do hammering like a judge. <laughs> Ultimately, that behavior scares me. Excessive. Basically, just Excessive. excessiveness. Excessiveness Excessive. is a lot. Excessiveness scares me. It scares mm. the fuck out of me. It shows me that you're unbridled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, where is the control? Like, are you, where is the control? are you a victim of this? Or is this, can you control it? Or is there something... Is there some, is there, is there a problem here basically? Because there's yeah. doing, there's, yeah, that's the thing because it definitely makes me think, is there a, is there a problem? Do you have, and the thing is, if there is a problem, okay. It's recognizing that there's a problem. It's, it's, but it, it's like to, at that point in time, I don't know if it's a problem because you don't know if it's a problem because you're just doing you. And I'm like, I, yeah. I am uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable situation to be faced with, I think. Um, yeah. And I also think that, like, it's not to say that, like, you know, people that suffer from addiction, because clearly, like, the guy that you sound, he might not suffer from addiction. Let me not put words into his, like, his experiences. Mm. But it sounds like, it just sounds a bit excessive. And I'm like, it's not to say that people that that don't suffer from addiction, but I'm just like, I know my behaviour and I know my personality. I know I'll be a bit like, what's going on here? Mm. Like, what's going on here you know <laughs> i just i honestly generally like in the in the simplest ways it would just make me feel uncomfortable you know i felt mm. uncomfortable watching the one blunt after the next after the next after the next because it was just like is is there a problem here you know mm. this isn't like anyways I I don't I just I don't again I'm not going to put words into his mouth or anything like that I'm not going to profess anything on him that's not his bag or Mm. his situation but it was just not my cup of tea you know especially because I went to let me just let me even speak my mind on like I went there I I had basically you know I was like I "I look too good to be here what the heck Mm. what the heck that's what that was what I was just thinking I was like I came even even offer you food I'm sorry and that basically we ended up eating we ate we ate snacks and like we snacked on some food he did he did he did try to be as wait so he didn't even go to could. tesco and buy young juice 
no, 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 no. There was no. We had wine though, so he had a bottle of wine that he cracked open. I thought he had the begin. The beginning of it sounded like the makings of a decent date until the weed came out. Um, <laughs> mm. And then, of course, I'm like, he didn't. To be shockingly enough, he didn't seem to have the munchies. He was actually quite fine, um, which was which is showing me that there's definitely a problem there. Anyway, yeah, but that's yeah. a different problem. <laughs> His body, his body had adapted. His body adapted, but um, <laughs> but no. To be fair, I actually like even till today. Like I thought he was a nice guy. He was a nice guy. It just wasn't my cup of tea. I think after that, I was just like, yeah, that's yeah, okay. I'm not on it. I'm not on it. But yeah, oh, oh my god. But dating, dating is. Oh. Anyways, I've I thankfully I just have to thank God. I guess I thank God for the both of us in that sense that we haven't found ourselves with some um like memory haunting dates right i think that's mm. the one because 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 lord knows i've heard some stories in my life yeah but i think thankfully i actually haven't i actually haven't you know i would just like for my life to just i want you know what i want now romance you know Ooh. romance with a sprinkle what? of uh, just just a sprinkle of toxicity not toxicity just drama. i'm yelling let me let me remove the word toxicity drama just a little bit like bridgerton just well actually Nah, Brent Bridgerton was fucking toxic. Yeah, I was gonna to say, I was about, I was, no, no, like the whole thing, like the whole thing was toxic. <laughs> like that was not. Then honestly, like, I just want the juke, man. No, no, they, they, I feel as if it's okay to say you want. Like for me, I'm just like, okay, maybe it's like the bit of the intensity that I can see why people are looking at this show with like googly eyes. But yeah. the whole everyone in that show was toxic. There was not one. There was not one actualized so, character. Let, let not me one. actually think about it. Let me think about it. Yeah, okay, fine, someone that fine. had non-consensual sex with somebody else. Uh, uh, someone that was someone that clearly had daddy issues and hasn't hasn't gone to their version of Freudian therapy for lobotomy because that's the only <laughs> therapy they had in that day. In those days. Someone mm-hmm. that like some people that are forcing people together. People that are getting married after three weeks of knowing each other. That's very smashing. true. I also you said I was smashing. They're you know? smashing cheeks. Sm- no, they were smashing beautifully. Oh. Goodness me! Yeah, I have watched cheap. it three times. The, sm- the smashing was 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 stupendous, stupendous I'm smashing, yelling. stupendous. If you could taste the smashing, no, mm, honestly, mm, I, I mm, good. Yo, yo, no, I don't understand why I found it so because they weren't doing anything extra. I couldn't see anything really. You could no, really you know what anything. it is? It was the build up. <laughs> yeah, that was the build. You see, you've watched it three times, so you know because I watched it you know once. I mean. <laughs> I'm screaming. I, 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 you, should, you guys should see Michelle's face. She's like, you know, I know. Like looking, looking like so, saucy, like a saucy <laughs> babe. <laughs> oh man, I'm warm um, in the face. I'm yelling as you were um, saying. <laughs> And this is how black people blush. This is, you know, how you're like, how, how, how do we know when? How do, how do know you know when? blushing? It's because your face just feels hella warm. Oh, yeah. child. No, no. So, like, I feel like, because I've only watched it once, I was mm. actually like, is his penis in her vagina? Like, there was one time I was like, where is his dick? Is anyone monitoring <laughs> where this man's dick is? Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> like that. <laughs> No, no, because I was like, one, the scenes were very realistic. They were really They were realistic. so realistic. Yeah. Oh, I see your point now. You're actually asking, like, for real, for real, is it actually in there? Because yeah, it seems yeah, as though, that... it seems as though it's in there. erect and it's putting in the puss? Like, <laughs> is it rubbing on the mom's pubis? <laughs> I was like, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't kill me. And one of my friends, um, she, she works on like film sets and she was mm. telling me that like, you know, whenever they film these sex scenes, that it's actually really, really not sexy. That because you have like, it's literally, it literally is acting because you literally have like 700 people in the room. People are doing lighting. People mm. are like, okay, can, can you do that again? But this time move your leg up. Or can you do that again? But this time, can you, um, can you moan after he says this? So it really oh, doesn't really feel as sensual. Yeah, yeah it, it, it doesn't feel as sensual as we see it. And mm-hmm. sometimes the scenes are like, because, you know, like they have to be quote unquote in the moment. So they might do the same scene 15 times and people will be chopping bits of like different scenes together to make it one good scene. That is very correct. Okay, I can and imagine so, that. And so like, I remember I was, well, of course I was taken away. Let me not lie. But this was by episode, I don't know, you know, like when they, 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 they just smashed episode, whole of episode six. Half let me tell you, seven, let me tell you, when, let me tell you where it got good. It wow. Got good. It got good at episode, nah, is it episode four? Uh, something that uh, uh, got... Something. No, episode five is when they smashed for the first time. No, so episode four, end of episode four, when he, that, that, they should have named that episode Gripsin. Because he was gripsing everything. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, episode was gripsing her throat. When he was gripsing her, gripsing her in the in the in the maze, in the maze. When he said, "She said Daphne, Daphne," and he ran <laughs> up in the maze, and he said, oh, "Okay, my." T-. Then he literally—I didn't even know what it was. And obviously, when they kissed for the first time, and then she went and kissed him back, and then literally they kissed, and he just started gripsing everything. I was just like, "Well, of course you're removing the honor because." That's what you're doing. You're gripsing the honor. You're gripsing every (laughs) ounce of the honor that's left. (laughs) Oh my days! And then, and then, the the words. I'm telling my next MCM that I burn for him, and I'm seeing how he reacts. Because the man's gonna look at you like, do you have? Do you have the clap? Because this day and dating in this London is an absolute like. It's actually in this. It's in the in in the poop house. However, I just want some. Do you know what? Do you know what be lit, right? That's my new test. Yeah, for my MCM. If you're listening to this anywhere, just if I say I burn for you, you need to act in accordance. You need to know what I mean. You know when, you, and you have to. I'll say it with intensity. You have to like, be groups I burn type. for you. And if your response is, huh? Then I know that we're not destined to be together. That's my judgment. No, I'm yelling. No one asks me any damn questions from now on. I said what I said. I'm yelling. I'm yelling. Oh my I'm yelling. gosh. Trust, that's the deciding factor. That's the deciding factor. Of course, I would have done all the, you know, tick boxing, whatever, whatever. The last test would be I burn for you and see how they respond. <clears throat> wow. But, um, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm, I'm, am I joking? I don't know if I'm joking. Um, but yeah, so Bridgerton was a fantastic, like, bars. Yes, it was definitely the Duke had that toxic vibe about him um yeah. definitely and was I think toxic that's what made it alluring it was yeah but then do you not feel and this is it's a guilty thing i have to admit to this but there is an element of that drama that i mean i don't like drama in my personal life it, it makes me anxious it makes me uncomfortable and I, do, I just don't like it i can't live with drama but there's a part of me it's like that passion behind the, the discourse. I don't know what it, I can't explain it, but it definitely spices You know what I think it is? Bit. Yeah, for me, when I was looking at it, I was just like, the Duke showed dominance. And I don't think... Goodness me. 
I, mm, I'm going to say something contra. going to say something a bit controversial. Go on, do say, say it. A bit X-Files. Say it. I don't think, oh my God, my phone is dropping. This is how you know the devil is alive. <laughs> um, but like, <laughs> one thing I was going to, one thing I'm going to say is that like, I don't think, and I'm, mm, I don't think people know the difference between assertiveness and, domina- and being domineering. Because the Duke's energy was very, like, even though the Duke was really, really toxic, right? Like, he was, you know what made, for me, what made those scenes sweeter is Mm -hmm. because he wasn't doing it from a place of lack. So, you know, like, even, so even, you know, that that, that man that tried to um, babes Daphne first, the one with the buck teeth? Oh. um, Featherton or whatever his name was, I don't know. What, the, the, the... The one that tried to babe. The one that really wanted Daphne to marry him. And that's the one why that Daphne got punched up. The with the Duke. Yeah, the, the one, one that, that got, got punched, punched up. <laughs> yes. 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 So you can tell that he was like even moving from a place of lack, like moving from a place of I'm going to use this person to make my status, bolster my status. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yes, yes, yeah. And I feel like even, you know, even Daphne's older brother, even the way he was moving with his stripper babe, well, not mm-hmm. stripper babe, even his opera babe, he was even moving from a place of lack, like, oh, I'm going to do this so I can make myself feel like X, Y, Z, or I'm going to do this so I can do da 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 And I feel like, I don't know, even though the Duke, compared to everybody in his environment, knew how to be dominant or and assertive without being domineering, like with giving space. And I don't, and I think that that is a, I think that that's a forgotten art. For, I think it, people are doing too much alpha male. Just not have it. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's necessarily I'm screaming. People just ain't got it. You know, I'm screaming. They ain't got it. Like people, let's just yeah, be real. people. People let's are doing up alpha male. Like alpha, alpha maleism is killing our people. It's killing. Our, you know what? Right. I, I, alpha male. Men. Is yeah. When people when people do that self proclaimed alpha male with their mouth, they say I'm an alpha male. Mm. Do you not have shame? What are you trying to cover up? What shame are you hiding? Because the minute somebody opens but their even, mouth to utter alpha male with their own mouth, let me see that you are in that sense because you, you don't need to tell me you are. If I can see that you're somebody who has a dominating presence but doesn't over, try to domin, like, domineer or dominate over me, you just have a dominant energy mm-hmm. about you, that, let me sense it myself and just tick on my, in my head, register that, okay, he's got, and to be honest, that is attractive to me as long as you don't come and try and tell me, control my life. You know, be assertive mm. in you without it making me, without making me feel like I'm less than you or trying to put me beneath you, you mm. know? And that's the thing that, that's why I mean, like people just don't have it. They say they're alpha male, but they're trying to step over you. They want to stand on the table that's above you. Yeah. Table and and, and, say they're and alpha it's male. so, you just shut up. Exactly. Then. Exactly. And you know what? I see that energy and I see that energy in like, you know, Daphne's brother. Yes. Daphne's brother, okay, he didn't say he was alpha male, but he was behaving like those people that believe they are alpha male. Alpha but male. really, they're even gamma. <laughs> she said, you say gamma? <laughs> she said gamma. Like gamma. Yeah, Veronica said gamma, man. I'm even, sick of time of you. Yeah, I'm sick of... T- Veronica said gamma. You, you- <laughs> Patriarchy is killing our people. My goodness. No, oh no, but he was... Uh, because he all just of had, them... Mm. Oh, I, mm. 
all mm. I would say is that all of them, like all of them, like the one thing that made the, made the Duke seems sweeter is because mm. you saw him, you saw his defences crumbling down. But what I will say, what I will definitely say is if you took these situations out and into the real world and obviously mm-hmm. in the real world we wouldn't be saying that like, i'm gonna bathe you after two and a half weeks of knowing you that's Says absolutely ridiculous wow michelle we move fast there eh? <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding i wish it was that easy. okay <laughs> i'm a slow burner michelle, she, she's gagging for it she's i'm gagging i'm dying it. for it <laughs> I'm a slow burner these days. I think that I've, once that side of me that over romanticized the little things, I already said that bare minimum doesn't live in this house anymore. Like, it, it just doesn't. So actually. Yeah. But, yeah. All of the men there were bare, bare minimum. Every single last one of them, including the Duke, was a bare minimum babe. <sighs> was he? It's because, you know, you I'm know. Blinded. It, it, <laughs> I'm blinded. Yeah, you're blinded, blinded. By, blinded. By, by that peep that wasn't even human. <laughs> <laughs> you would think I saw the peen myself. I ain't seen nothing. No, but actually, you're right. Nah. You're right. It was. It was. Very All of much... them were bare minimum. Mm. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. The Duke couldn't even say what he wanted for seven hundred years, even though he deliberately wanted what he wanted. Yeah, and he the thing is, he, when, he it, that, it, when he said it, even when he said it, there was no respect for it. Like when he said, it, I was like, yeah. in my head, I saw. I literally saw Daphne go. Is that it? So you made a vow. <laughs> is that <laughs> it? <laughs> no, but even then, it's like he couldn't even say that he wanted her. Mm. He couldn't oh, even yeah. say that he wanted her despite him wanting her. Daphne herself, toxic babe. <laughs> but anyway, like all of them from start to finish were toxic. Toxic. <laughs> but a nah. great show. A great show all the yeah. same, man. It was great. It was yeah. great. But honestly, like what is great, great. You know what the scene is? Beautiful gowns, great scene. That's what the show is yes. for me. The show is the show is beautiful gowns, great scenes. Great scenes. Oh yes, great scenes. But, like, honestly. But, I'm I'm the show curious, I'm a romantic I'm a romantic at heart though so I think that absolutely I don't want the chase like I w- I don't think that it's when you like somebody although that's the thing like the things when you the, when you have when you desire somebody right and you know you and you actually know that what you want is them it's hard mm. to just say that that's what you want and I don't know why because I I mean it's the fear I guess maybe maybe a fear of rejection for him he wasn't quite sure what he wanted or maybe he wanted her and he was just like um you know, I made. He a wanted that, but he also wanted to, you know, to to, to pee on his dad's grave at the same yeah, time. Yeah, he wanted so. to be a man of integrity. <laughs> he wanted to be a man of his word, so he decided he was gonna he was gonna hide away uh-huh. all the sperm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I never in my life I've ever, ever had anybody who was stingy with sperm. I've never heard of it in my life, so I was very, very. I found him very, very funny. He's like, mm. I'm not, give me my tin, give me my tin. <laughs> I'm making oh, God I'm, I'm ruining it. I'm ruining it. I'm ruining it. <laughs> You're ruining it. I'm ruining it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm what were you going to say? <laughs> no, also, he was very dramatic, but obviously, now I know it's for dramatic effect, isn't it? It's literally a drum. I'm like, why are you doing that? <laughs> Calm down, love. Oh, man. No, that was a great, a great, great show. Oh, did you, apparently there's going to be eight seasons of it, you know. Yeah, because it's like, it was the fifth, it's the fifth biggest show on Netflix ever. Really? Yeah. It's, it's the that biggest good? show on Netflix ever. No, it's not that good. One thing I will say, I don't think it's that good. It just has beautiful scenes and great gowns. Yeah, but In, it's sorry, that good. Me, sorry, no, sorry. That's actually really rude of me to say. Personally, I don't think it's that good. I think, I think, it has like really good scenes 
really good gowns mm -hmm. and I think that you know the storyline is something everyone can get swept up in which means it is good but for me I'm yeah, just like listen, what makes okay. a great show yeah let me yeah, what sorry, makes sorry. A great sorry. Show? I, I'm being a hater. I'm being a hater. I'm just been on my haterade. I'm you need to watch hater. it one more time. Don't worry, you'll be converted by I'm time. I'm yelling. Too. Just watch I'm it one yelling. more time. <laughs> I figured out that watching it approximately 2.5 times really kicks the spot. It really, really, wow. it really hits. I say kicks the spot, hits the spot. 2.5 times. If you guys could see you Michelle's now, Michelle now, <laughs> she looks like she's in dreamland. Oh man, no, it, it made me, to be honest, I think it just awoken something in me. Like just, I just got a bit like excited about the prospects of just doing that passion everywhere. But <clears throat> you know, that's what? not I my reality, unfortunately. I'm screaming, I'm <laughs> screaming. I think for me, it was with Jeek. He was very, very, like he was very assertive in what he wanted, but in a way that didn't like, mm, there could have been more communication. Actually, there definitely needed to be more communication. Mm. But it's that I was like, Really, men aren't doing it like this anymore. Is it because they're not going to war? <laughs> That's what I. <laughs> no, Veronica. No, Wheelie. Did you just say is it because they're not going to war? Because. <laughs> Oh my days! I'm not gonna Could lie. Be? Because if that's how it was hitting back then. Could girl. it be? Could it be? <laughs> but yeah, could it be? Is it because oh the God. war that they're doing now is Instagram wars, Twitter wars, Clubhouse wars? Because they're is not really making fighting true, true, true battles. They're not coming back as vets. Mm, maybe, then, you know. When I, no, we shouldn't say that because I like, come back as, as veterans. Like, that's very, very PTSD is, complex yeah, PTSD absolutely. vibes. We're, not, we're so, not going there. We're not going there. Obviously, just keeping it light, keeping it light. But you like, sometimes so. things were no, but back in like back then, like romance, you know how they say like romance is dying. Like we mm. have to think about romantic gestures and like what we used to like what we used to see, which is what used to happen apparently. Because we don't really do much of that these days. No. These times, what, what mm. the most romantic when they type W U U two. What are you up to? Wow. <laughs> and like and, and you just say, Oh, he's thinking of me. Or people no, are dying on the, they're disagree. dying on the cross of morning beautiful. Oh, wow. Nah, wow. okay, I disagree. Right, every I disagree. guy I've ever spoken to, to in my life. <laughs> I'm screaming. I disagree. I disagree. I, I feel as if I'm screaming. Now, I don't, think, I don't think romance is dead per se. I genuinely don't think romance is dead. Um, there, there's one too isolated. No, no. We, when we're talking about this, let's look, at, let's look at the world outside of what we have, may have experienced, right? Okay. Let's not look at, because the thing is, when we say dead, I don't mean as in it doesn't exist, period. I just mean the way things are done, like. But then in, in the back in the day, could you actually say if it was romantic, if, if the intention was manipulative, though? That's a question, isn't it? Like, can no, you but say that Some was people romantic? were going to, like, look at this. Some people were dueling for their babes, you know, dueling, as in they'll go and get shot. 50% yeah, chance but that they're you not, could they're die. Not, but it could have been pride that's doing that. They're doing it for the pride. Yeah. Exactly, Often they're not doing it for the babe. They're doing exactly, and they're doing it because the babe is something that they want to own. They're not doing it for the babe. Like for example, what's it called? When they when in Bridgerton they were dueling. They weren't dueling for Daphne. Daphne went because she was like, "This is stupid." Because one of them about to get killed. One of them was doing it for the honor. The other one was doing it because I said so. That's bravado. It's it's not, I think the Duke was trying to. Well, he said no, anyway because he, he says he said yeah. I would have died to not make you. Actually, that's still him trying to stick and by so, his so words. And so, so was her brother. No, her, bro her brother was definitely doing it for honor. He was definitely not doing it for her. Yeah, but then, okay, so, anyway, anyway. My, 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 my thing is I don't think you can have romance without having respect, in my opinion. 
So I feel as if those, those are like large, grand. I feel, let me, let me tell you what I feel. I feel like rom-coms ruined romance. Rom-coms 155.2%. Rom-coms are 10 out of 10, I would recommend. I love rom-coms. Oh, but like, I hate I them think now that because they, they lie to me. Yeah, I think, no, I don't think they lie to us. I think that they make us see like, grand gestures as acts of romance where they're just like one thing that is romantic because the truth be lies. Told, everything <laughs> lies <laughs> that's that, it, that it boils down to lies the thing is because it sells you a dream it sells you a fantasy you know mm. you and the thing is we rom-coms and um and and like fairy tales and what else is there i just Basically, what I what, when people like when you watch things, you're like, oh my god, this is goals, or you just it made me think that that it, it literally I think it's because it it doesn't show you the 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 actual like the real challenges, but it doesn't show you the work that is put in to for yeah, to and that's romantic such beauty. It doesn't show you yeah that. because when I see, if I see the turmoil and when I say turmoil, not I cheated and and she forgave me because people like to say she stood by me, she stood by me. Why did she have to stand? Why did <laughs> no, you that, put her that, through that, the thing that, that she had to stand by in the first on, place? Exactly, that's how. <laughs> That's how you'd be, you'd be listening to people's wedding vows. And it's like, after, if anybody ever dares in their life in their wedding vows, says to me, after all that we've been through, you're such a family side. You will need to clarify it to these people that you don't mean I cheated on you. And I just turned the blind eye. You're good. Because that's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. After, if anybody after dares. Stood by my side through freaking thin. I'm like, okay. Do you think I think you stood by my side? You better what say that, that I think I think was bankruptcy and leprosy. Exactly. No, you can't, you can't be saying no shits. <laughs> because I'm thinking, what did you do? <laughs> what did you do? What did she stick by? What did she condone? Not even condone. What did she condone? She, she was upset about it, but she forgave you. No. But she forgave you. Really, if you know that she's burning. Everybody's looking at, lo- looking at your marriage going, ah. Mm-hmm. She stood by me. Nah, let you stand by each other, you know? And it's more through difficult situations, you know? That's what I mean, like, mm, the romance. I agree. It doesn't show you the work. That the, you know what, right? I've only just, in my 26 years of age, yeah, realised the work mm. that it takes to be in a relationship. That's all I'm saying. Chalet. Because I didn't know before. I didn't know. I thought, mm-hmm. I thought you just have to like each other, have similar interests, get nope. on, have good banter, and then have, have be, be of even temperament in that sense. Like, so in a yeah, sense I that, know. you know, when you argue somebody, you know, that you're always amenable to, like, making up and stuff like that. I didn't realise mm. the work. You know what I realised? I realised that, like, I think that, like, we don't have good, we don't have good definitions of what everything is because mm. now with time, I've come to realize that what you've just described is an acquaintance. <laughs> it's not even a friend. It's an acquaintance. <laughs> dear. Oh dear. And we were describing that as romantic relationship, but like, yeah. anyway, Sha, we have anyway. movements and we have movements. Yeah, we have to move. But yeah, this was, uh, this was interesting. You know, talking about relationships, like whilst I'm doing Kiki Ha Ha, this is definitely my bag. And we will revisit this conversation in greater detail oh. another time. But um, yes, the basically go-to is, um, I mean, the, 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 the summary of this is basically you guys go and check out Bridgerton because it's good. And I hope to God it's actually true that they have eight seasons because... Yeah, I think you know what though. Okay, so in my opinion, I'm like, where does it go from here? In the in the best way possible, Michelle. Can I can I tell you something? Where does that show go? Can I tell you something? You know who Shonda Rhimes is? 
Yeah, I, I have absolute faith in Shonda. She will find a way. I mean, maybe yeah. she missed she missed you it. What, she missed what? it a little bit with Scandal. I think Scandal kind of went downhill a bit. But Grey's Anatomy, you're thinking how many, how many more draw, how many more tears, how many more tears, how much more mm. investment? And every time she brings it home with Grey's Anatomy, that's the mm. one show that I don't think has ever dipped in quality of like mm. content. Grey's Anatomy, she did fantastic. Even how she, she get away with murder, she did great at the beginning. You know, I did. I wasn't sure how I felt about it, but. It, the storyline is still hits like she did fantastically with that and she's had other shows as well so when i heard chonda rhymes was behind bridgerton i had the utmost faith in it and she did not disappoint oh we love that we love the talent of that black woman we we truly do i'm not i'm gonna be controversial i don't think i'm a shonda rhymes fan Anyways, Veronica has expressed herself <laughs> on the platform and because we're open to taking, we're open and we allow this open space for people who do not be knowing to know. So eventually, I'm joking. <laughs> we're going to be jumping to the defense of Shonda Rhimes. No, nah, no, but I, I get it. I think, you know what, with each of her TV shows that like I've watched, like Scandal, mm-hmm. I just never got into it. Grey's Anatomy, I, I, I never got past season six. Like even though all the time I'll try how to mm. get away with murder is the one I stuck out for the longest, but I just get ir- I get irritated by a lot of her characters, mm. and so that's with me with Bridgerton. So you know with Bridgerton, right? The yeah. only thing that kept me going with that show is because everybody was like, Veronica, this is this is your show. Like it's a period drama. It's got beautiful gowns. You know, I sh- I love a show that has beautiful scenery. I love mm. a beautiful scenery. I love a beautiful show. Like you know something that you watch and you're like, this is beautiful on the yeah. eyes. Yeah, yeah. You know. So like, I was like, oh, it, it, everybody was saying it was so my vibes. Michelle, I started episode one five times. I didn't even finish episode one. I was just like, let me just get to episode two. The only thing that kept me on was one of my friends said and word to her, she was just like, I watched that show with my vagina. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> you know what? You is right. I'm ready. I'm you ready. To, right. I'm, I'm ready to see what you're, doing, what you're saying about it. But that's the only reason I kept on. Hmm. But I... I think maybe it just might be her writing style. Her writing style is not for everyone, but she's amazing. I'm not saying she's not, but I don't think she's for me. I get you. I, I get you. And she's definitely, she's definitely for me. She is definitely. Yeah. I loved off scandal. I mean, Kerry Washington, mm. that woman, but I loved off scandal. And you know what? She has these like recurring themes. They appear, you know, a Shonda drama by certain things. That daddy she issues. She, wow. Wow. Okay. We're going to go there. Um, is true. it daddy issues? Yeah. Let me look at the themes. All of the main protagonists have one. Let me see. Okay. Annalise <gasps> Keaton. No. You're, no. No. You're right. Yeah. Every, all, no. all of the main protagonists have one. <laughs> Scandal. <laughs> Olivia Pope had a da- daddy issues. Gr- Meredith Grey had daddy issues. Um, yeah. um, um, definitely Viola David. Oh, wow. Yeah, and and please and not read Duke. her like da, 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 da. no, but I think you write you write stuff like it's, okay. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to this episode. <laughs> I want to be in denial. I want to be lied to further, please. No, but I think it's a good thing to explore. But you know yeah. me, me, I, I like Rick and Morty. So how can she? How can you do this, Veronica? Now I'm going to be looking that's at fine. the next thing for the daddy issue that's going to be recurring. No, but I also do realize though, like, I don't know if I am a fan of, I don't know. I think my, my styles of shows that I like is changing because I don't know if I'm a fan of, like, I love character development, but I don't know if I'm a fan of shows that have more than like three series. 
Because I start mm. to get bored. I get bored quite quickly. Unless if it's like a show that's 20 minutes long. That it's not going to bore me. Because I'll be like, I have a very short attention span. I'm coming oh, to realise like, like more and more as the days go on. You like Sex no. and the City? Okay, never mind. No. Never mind. No, those characters are all boring, in my opinion. Sorry. Veronica, I don't, to be honest, Veronica, I, you're still somebody I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out these things because some, there's some things about you that I cannot predict because although I understand I why, cartoons. I know, I understand why you'd like Big Mouth and I understand why you'd like Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's hard, it's going to be hard to put into words, right, as to why I know that you would, you would like um, Rick and Morty and like Big Mouth and even Family Guy. Or like Bojack, I guess it's okay. They're maybe all they're cartoons. cartoons. Because I, I'd be liking, the, I'd be liking stuff that makes me like that actually shake the table for me a little bit. Like that's the thing. There's some things, and when I watch shows, and I love TV shows. Like I'm not afraid. I used to be ashamed to admit that watching TV is one of my hobbies. Like it really is, and it's just not yeah. because I just want. It's because I, I don't. I I kind of. Maybe in a sense I draw, all right, you know, like extrapolation. It's like, I know that these people have written, they're written, a lot of these stories, they're written sometimes based on like things that they have seen, witnessed, you know? So like, I like shows that make me feel things, make me think um, deeply about, and it's like, sometimes I may, I draw inferences from these shows into my life as well. I don't, I know then a lot of them aren't actually like real, true stories sometimes. Sometimes they add things for a dramatic effect etc but I pull out mm. from these stories what I want to pull out what applies to me and what makes me think and of course I'm a rational person so I don't I don't live in fairy town um so but yeah I just I just love a good tv show like that's one of my hobbies and I'm not afraid to I'm not afraid to uh, or shame sorry to admit it um so yeah I'm looking forward to um to episodes to season two of Bridgerton and I welcome any other shows that are similar to that with, with the great sex scenes as well. Mm. Mm, They've done that one well. Let's go. Let's go. Anyways, guys, <laughs> um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. <laughs> I know I certainly did. <laughs> so have I. Oh, man. V, I'm going to let you outro. Because I'm still feeling- Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. This episode has been a very much... Heightism and Bridgerton episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> please, please remember to catch us on, on our socials. We're on Instagram at I don't know to be honest pod. That's I don't know TBH pod. Um, remember to give us a five star review on Apple. Um, we would love that so much. Love that for us. Um, but also, um, if you ever want to contact us, our email is I don't know TBH pod at gmail.com. That's I don't know TBH pod at gmail.com. Speak to you next week. Uh, well next two weeks um, when we will be in the season of love we'll be in Valentine's Day so yeah if you guys have any topic to discuss let us know yes Um, just also just I just feel like I should put it out there is Valentine's not Valentine's so in advance of Valentine's Day I'm gonna put that says Valentine's is Valentine's Thank you. I'm going to actually call the episode for Valentine's Day, Valentine's. I'm sick and tired. Okay. Valentine's is coming. <laughs> okay, guys. The, try- the trying times of Valentine's. Of Valentine's. <laughs> I look forward to that one, actually. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye, everybody. <laughs>